Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Seek Therapy Podcast. It's me, Jasmine. I am here with my fiance, Joe, and my best friend, Julie. And thank you guys for just joining in on another episode of Seek Therapy Podcast. Seeking, seeking, seeking. We are seeking therapy. Therapy. Podcast. Podcast. Uh, 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 seeking. 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 We are seeking. Therapy. therapy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we recording, y'all. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. I just thought I would let y'all know that if you snoozing, you losing. So, like I said, welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to another episode, y'all. Hello, sis. Hey. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. Blessed. Highly favored. Okay. Wow. <laughs> God is good Wait, all the time. Can y'all time. let God me know good. why black, why, so why Christian black aunties be like <laughs> banging on you? Banging for Christ. Yeah, I'm blessed. I'm blessed, highly favored. favored. Wow. <laughs> <You know. laughs> Tell me they don't. Y'all, y'all are rolling saints? <laughs> rolling <laughs> saints. Yes. Wow. I love it. I can't. So how y'all doing? It's Sunday. We haven't recorded on a Sunday in a very long time. So it's kind of like a quick turnaround for us. So how y'all doing? How the rest of your week been? What? What's that face? What's your face? I feel like we recorded last week Sunday. Did we? Did we? What's that Sunday? Cause it was like back to back. I thought it was going Wednesday. Going back to back. Hey, hey, we going back to back. Uh, uh, going back to back. Shout out to Drake, okay? <laughs> so guys, we are recording after me and Julie's first <laughs> annual. <laughs> Bayman, not Bayman's. <laughs> Best friends, miss. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um. So feeling let's. Good, feeling right. Yes, we have some wine, made some dinner, and now we are ready to party. GTO. <laughs> Gym tan laundry. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> wow. Go back. That's from a. Uh, Jersey, right. Jersey, what's it called? This is the shirt before Jersey the shirt. Shore? Yes. <laughs> the shirt before the shirt. Mm-hmm. Yes. So how has everyone's week been? What's been your highlight? What's been your challenge? God, Jasmine, I feel like you should just go no, first. You know what? It's been like... Oh, okay. Okay. I, mean, I don't have much to say, so I'm just going to get mine out the way. So <laughs> it's been a pretty much normal week for me. Just getting through work highlight has been damn I thought I had a I thought I had one too but I don't wow just making through another week has that's been unfortunate because right? we literally went somewhere yesterday oh yeah we did candy lane we saw the lights I like last year's better though but like this was a nice little like street blocked off they had each house was decorated Kids was selling hot chocolate and popcorn. That was gonna be my nuna. That's gonna be your nuna? Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. All right, whatever, man. I'll let you continue. <laughs> um, so that was a highlight. Mm. Challenge was probably finding parking for that same oh, thing because yeah. it's reckless. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Let's see. So my challenge this week has just been, you know, and this is going to be the third time I'm saying it, but really just irritation. I've been very irritated all week. Um, and then the challenge is just like going through emotionally draining things. But I'm glad that I am ending the year you know, with things coming up so that I know what I need to work on for this upcoming year. But it's just like that whole process has been really just... Both of y'all niggas on the phone? I'm listening to you. I'm about to fight. I'm, I don't want to fight. I'm <laughs> But I am listening That's to what my mom said. Her I'll first wait. fight that she got into. She's like, I don't want to fight you. <laughs> and then she picks up a brick. Anyway. So. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's been annoying to go through. Because that means that you have to have a certain level of real and raw emotion that comes with, you know admitting things that you've been avoiding and so for me that's just been a challenge but like I said I welcome it because I want to work on being the best me that I can be Mm -hmm. and I can't do that if I'm avoiding things straight up Mm. period poo Mm -hmm. break it down then so yes that's been a challenge Mm -hmm. I guess my highlight has just been getting more into the Christmas spirit, um, finish my shopping, put everything in bags because I don't feel like, <laughs> I don't feel like wrapping. Right. Um, bags are the goat. Yes, they are. Um, and just, you know, getting, giving people gifts. Even if it's not, like, the biggest things, you know. It's just, like, being able to give them something. And hopefully they like it. <laughs> mm-hmm. So. They better. We had our friends miss, and that was my highlight. Just getting able, getting to be able to spend time with you and, like, hang out, exchange gifts. That was nice. I so. know. I yeah. really liked it. <laughs> So what about you, sis? <laughs> My highlight for the week is that it was over mm-hmm. because I got some disappointing news at the end of the week. Yeah. And um, I was just glad it was over, but, you know, still have to deal with that disappointing news, so stay tuned <laughs> and find out what happens next year in 2020 well, about Julie's disappointing news because yes. this is going to be the last episode of the year this is that's so crazy we started we didn't start this year but I opened we my account so no I mean like in the beginning of the year. <laughs> oh. um, because I looked and I I started having a pod bean account in January, and but we didn't put the first episode out until uh, March 
April. One of those. Wow. Mm-hmm. So this is our first annual. I mean, year end wrap up. I know you just hate that phrase. That's why I said it's it's <laughs> not because it has not yet been a year, but it's still nice to just end the year with things coming into fruition. You know. It's nice to look back and see, like, okay, I created the account with the intention of starting a podcast. Mm -hmm. And now it's nice to, even though they take their little funky $14 whenever I'm (laughs) not expecting it. Why are you so pressed for $14? $14, man. Here, take it then. Here, damn. Because you need it so damn bad. Exactly. So yeah, it sounds like no one has had like a ter. I know Julie that what you're going through is terrible. Um, so I know that's well, I can do frustrating. Are you still on probation? Uh no, we have probation. Oh. She's been there for four. Five. No, four I mean, five. I mean, do you go? Yeah, like, once you like go up to a new position. Are you on? Mm-mm. Okay, because for us, when I moved from MSP to mechanic, there was a, there was a probationary period. I mean, I think like for example, if you go from supervisor to management, you have a six month like trial period, mm-hmm. and if you don't like it, you can come back into whatever position you were in prior and still keep your seniority. Uh, but if it's anything after six months, then and you try to become a man from a manager back to an agent you lose your seniority and so oh yeah because you're out of the you're out of the, yeah, the union yeah, yeah. yeah so is that what you no because you're still in the union mm-hmm. so you didn't move out of the union with your position not yet okay no. so you're that's still whenever there. i apply for management uh, anything over supervisors out of the union oh what else is anything over crew chief is yeah so we're equi- your crew chief is equivalent to our CSEs. okay Wow, if you guys are wondering Sorry. about working for American Airlines. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. A needed tangent. <laughs> so, you know, I love to put people on to new things that I'm trying, listening to, eating, drinking, workouting, watching, all of that. Um, so, let's get into Nuna. What's new in y'all lives? Julie? Um, what's new in my life? That's crazy. Um, what have you tried this week? I feel like I already talked about the Thai place. Yes, and I can. Jasmine, I can yes. say that it is a really good place. Yes, Jasmine, mm-hmm. and I it's went. really good. That was another highlight of my week. We went out to eat. Yeah, and we, we had like an impromptu <laughs> best friend date. Yeah, Which so is cool. great. Yeah. You know? It's a <laughs> whatever. <laughs> so I woke up early and went to Montebello Mall again. They opened at seven. So I went with Melissa and I got majority of my shopping done. I just had to get one more thing. So that's why I was like, let's go to the mall. Um so we went to the mall like nine thirty, ten. And we were out all day. It felt like. It felt so long. But we ended up leaving. It was like only like 2 o'clock. Exactly. <laughs> but I felt like it was so long because 
I was up all day. Mm-hmm. So it's like, God damn, I'm like, I'm so tired, you know. Um, and so, yes, that food is great. I can tell you I love Thai food, and that's probably one of my favorite places. Hey. Gordon Ramsay, and when I say Gordon Ramsay, I mean Brandon. He said, "Yeah, it's good." I said, "Yeah, like I think it's like the closest I've had to Thailand." He was just like, "I mean, I wouldn't say all that." I said, "Then what's your favorite Thai restaurant?" And he was like, "I mean, I said, so you, nothing is coming to mind." Exactly. <laughs> it would have to be I mean, like Mr. Caesar Salt himself. Ain't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Salt, sugar. Right. I should get him like a shirt with like Lori's on it. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> and ranch. So, <laughs> anything new? <laughs> Nothing. Mm-hmm. Tom. Oh, no. I'm going to say, I'll say what we went today for lunch for Tom's Urban at LA Live. And Tom's Urban, guys, is in New York, New York Hotel in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. And they have bottomless mimosas and will give you a to-go bottomless yeah. mimosa. That's the LA. That's the Vegas one. Yeah, the Vegas one only. I don't yeah. know about LA. Mm-hmm. I no, doubt that. No. Probably not. Yeah. Hella TVs, <laughs> in Vegas, hella projectors, all the games, all that was on. They had a bunch of stuff on tap. And then they had like a 40-ounce one. Mm. Right. The Art House has the big ones too. Mm-hmm. We had the wings. The Nashville hot ones were good. Garlic fries. Nice. Nice little. When the game's on. Nice little place to be. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's see. My new new this week would be kind of old, but it's coming up. Do, I don't know if we talked about this, but I'll come back to it. Um, which is You. It's a TV show on Netflix. Oh, yeah. Um, with Penn Badgley on it? Yes, with Penn Badgley on it. I can't Penn Badgley. All that? my Gossip Girl fans. Okay, Dan, Dan Humphreys is back on the screen. So, yes, which it's really good. Wasn't he Gossip Girl? Yes. Yes, that's he ended right. Up being Gossip Girl. <laughs> what? Which ones are those on you? He's the main guy. He's the main guy. He was in Gossip Girls? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. And he was Gossip Girl. And what was the other one you said? Paige Badgley? That's his that's name. That's his name, Penn, Penn Badgley. Badgley. Oh, his name is Penn. But on the show, it's Dan Humphreys. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought there was two different people it's on the show. It's a really good show. Because I didn't watch those. Yes. So, I think you... it's off Netflix, though, isn't it? No. Is that show like the CW or UPN? Yeah, it was yeah. on the CW. I know too when I was good too, so don't well, do that. Like, oh my god, Annie one, when she was like an escort? One Tree right. Hill. Right. <laughs> huh? Was it One Tree Hill? One, one Tree, Tree Hill is, is our shit. shit. Yes. <laughs> See, I was gonna get you a shirt that says something for me, but I'm like, I don't even know that she will wear it. Right? Oh, work out with it. Yes. I got. And I want you to, like, wear it. So, it's like, I'm not going to do that. Um, so, I got Vicky a shirt from Grey's Anatomy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because she's she got us some socks last year. On the bottom, it says, like, 
Don't so, disturb. Oh. Grey's Anatomy is on or something. Like oh, that. that's cute. Etsy yeah. has to come up for that type of shit. Mm-hmm. Like, any show that I binge watch, like, for example, I binge watch Gilmore Girls, and, like, it's a really good show. Have you even ever watched it? No. You, it's a it's a good show about a mother and a daughter's relationship. Okay. Single mom raising a daughter. So kind of like story too. of her life from the other show too, Parenthood. Yeah, but it's it, they're not like they're not the same. I know they're not the same. Yeah. But. It's a good show. Like the premise of it is they live in a really small town, Star Hollow. I think that's the name of it. And Lor- Lorelai. They're both names are Lorelai. The mom and the daughter? Mm-hmm, but like... That's weird. Right? The little one goes by Lori, and the other one goes by Lorelai. Interesting. I haven't watched it in a second. Anyways, the, the little one, she's like mad smart. And like, you see her trying to go into her own about like liking boys and like stuff like that. And then she goes off to college, so you see her dynamic with that because she was like so like sheltered or whatever. Cause she was her mom was like her best friend, so she did everything with her mom. So when she you know went to college, you saw her, her mom's parents are loaded, but like she doesn't want to accept money from the parents. Cannot relate. So <laughs> it's it's an interesting show. You have to give it a chance. But like I went on Etsy to look at you know like merch from the show, and they have like the coffee mug from the coffee shop, and it's cool. I would like a coffee mug from what's his name's mom's coffee shop. Oh, um, Tree Hill. Uh, uh, Nick, not Nathan. Um, Luke, Lucas, Luke, Lucas. Lucas. <laughs> anyway, you has been on Netflix for a long time, but the newest season is coming out. So catch up, and then on the twenty sixth. Be ready because it looks like it's gonna be good. So I still haven't watched it. You all. need to watch it. Mm-hmm. Every time I watch it, I fall asleep. Oh, not because yeah. it's boring, because I'm tired. You fall asleep <coughs> easily too. True. So there's that. I'll be like, okay, I'm ready for this. Yeah. I'll wake up and I'm like five episodes in. And I'm like, I don't know how this guy Who got locked inside people? the basement. How right. did this happen? Yes. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. I woke up with someone in a That's why I watch Bob's Burgers to go to sleep, I too. I love Bob's Burgers. That's that my go-to-sleep show. My shit. My sleep show is Desperate Housewives. Mm-hmm. Or Married to Medicine. I don't go to sleep watching Married to Medicine. Because I don't want to miss it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So it's Desperate Housewives because I watch that front and back, back and front. I know exactly what's happening all times. Do you remember when Blair was supposed to marry a prince? Yes. Like, I'm like thinking of throwbacks. I'm a gossip girl at this yes. point. Dang, and Serena. Anywho. Sorry, we can go on and on and on. What's your Nuna? Yeah, since you're saying anywho. Anywho, what's your I new? I said mine already. My name hey. was Tom's Urban. Hey. Oh, that's your yes. new. What hey. was your new? Hey. hey. You did. That's oh! the song. I made a song for it. Like, this is going to be our intro to it. Mm-hmm. Anywho, what's your new? new? Hey, hey, anywho, what's your new? new? Hey. I feel like double Dutch ropes will be needed for this. <laughs> like, you're about to hop hey. in. That's your new. My new, new. new. <laughs> My new new is this. My new new is that. 
So what is your no no sis? Oh, we're still doing this. Mm-hmm. I do not. I don't. Yeah. Bubble gum, bubble gum. My new new. How about I'll skip a new new and I'll give some travel advice. That's crazy. Because it might be new to you guys. Please get to the airport two hours prior to departure time. You could have used your lemon pepper recipe you just made on our story at Seek Therapy Podcast on Instagram. um, That was just my ancestors and hoping for the best. No, get there earlier than two hours, though, back to your point. Yeah, because, like, literally... Listen to your parents. You get a 7 o'clock flight, get there at 2 in the morning, (laughs) because you got to get through TSA and everything else, and it's going to take, like... (laughs) My sister said the line for Southwest was wrapped around. So. Do you guys want to hear something funny? I'm scared. So. We have a 2 a.m. flight to Charlotte that just started at like three days ago, right? That's a nice hub to go out of. So. (laughs) They didn't notify TSA that we were having this 2 a.m. flight. So they closed. Oh my god. <laughs> How do they close? Because our last flight technically is at 12 a.m. to Hong Kong. This but, Charlotte flight just popped out of nowhere last week. But the airport, like, doesn't close. But TSA does. So you so can't go through. So how does that work? They have to notify TSA, like, in advance. So they can, like, offer overtime or, like, you know, shift adjustments or whatever they do. And that point. I didn't but know that was a thing. Tom Bradley's TSA is open. So they send these people to Tom Bradley to go through security. But you have to think about it. Terminal 4 is right here. Tom Bradley is right here. Once they go through security, they have to still go up the stairs and all that fun stuff to run through the tunnel to go back to Terminal 4 by the time they do that and miss the flight. Wow. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. Honestly, I never went it because I always go through security. I always go through employee line. So it's like, there's Whoa. usually somebody there when I take a flight. But I haven't taken a 2 a.m. I've never even known it was a 2 a.m. flight. Maybe yeah. that midnight flight I've taken, something like that. But, I don't know. And then one more funny thing. I don't even know if I'm supposed to be saying this. I don't care. Or, it's not that I don't care, but it's fine. <laughs> we have a 5 a.m. flight to Miami. But those Miami. Um, people who take that flight tend to like to get to the airport really early. But our agents don't start the together until 3.30. So there are people waiting to check in. <laughs> we didn't have no wait, to check so they're in. not even wait. How does this work? <laughs> at least thought they would at least be like at the gate. It was only waiting. For, it was only for the first day. I'll give us that. Wow. They shifted just the people coming earlier. So now they got like people waiting like before security early in the. I think security opens up at three a.m. Don't quote me on that. But the ticket counter, I know people shift don't start to like three thirty. I've never, that's a weird time to be taking a flight though. It's like two a.m. So I've never even thought. Well, yeah, that. no. I when we heard it, I was like two a.m. to Charlotte, but it's, it's pretty late. Like, yeah, it used to be dead at that point. I've taken. But it I, was full. I did overtime once, and I had to like take a. Uh, I had to. We had to fix a, one of those uh, golf carts for the customers or whatever that be upstairs. Mm-hmm. We had to fix that, so we had to bring it back to the airport mm. so I had, we had to drive it around to the front drive it through the front drive it through security and then take it back to wherever they parked to that oh that and, sounds and, really um, complicated 
No, it's mostly like just driving around at 1 a.m., but it's That's like nobody at <laughs> the airport at, yeah, nobody upstairs at 1 a.m., so. Right. Uh, but anywho. I'm like, are y'all done? Anywho, I guess that was your new new. That's my new new. Hey. So, I guess, babe, it's back to you. No, it's back to Julie, because you know that girl let it talk. Hey. You know what? I don't know how I feel about that verbiage. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So let's talk, guys. What's your talk today? Um, let's see. Real side note, Janae, Eco and Jamaica Sean, are they like back together? Are they not back together? What are they, what are they doing? Does anyone know? No? Nope. Alrighty. So, let's see. What are we going to talk about? You really throw me off sometimes because I thought that I had some time to get this together. But anyway, let's talk about OT Genesis. Let's talk about him in relations to using someone else's song. Would you guys be fine with if you had a, as Keisha Cole calls it, a classic, and then someone comes along years later and remixes it? Would you be okay with someone else remixing it? Or would you do what Keisha Cole is doing and taking it off the internet? Um... First of all, it was lit just because it was yeah. completely out of left field and nobody. That's hilarious. It's hilarious. So if I had a song and somebody wanted to remix it like that, I don't think I'd be as. I don't know. I feel like I would like repost it because it'd be funny, but and she, maybe like, hey, let's do a real remix and or something. Right. If I was an artist. I've seen like fifty fifty like posts about this. I've seen some people like, okay, like, sis, get over it. Like, if anything, he's bringing views back to your song because no one was checking for your music or whatever. Facts. And then I have people on the other hand just like, that's not fair to her <coughs> that he's doing this because she's, she's not getting any money for this. But I don't think that he was right. selling it. I think he's he just posted sell- it on YouTube. Exactly. He can sell it. He can, you can make a, a, a cover and just because you like a song, and you're not getting any money off of it. Just because a video online of you posting it does not make you make mean you're getting money from it. Yeah, if anything, and you just, just bring attention to yourself and whoever you did it. Right. Like. People just think that like anything you post, you're getting paid off of because of the algorithms and stuff. Exactly. Like I wonder, like for example, I you guys know I love my girl Sweetie. <laughs> I wonder if P. Pablo's listens went up. After her song went out. Of course. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say the same thing about this. Of yeah. course, Keisha Cole's listens went up for that song because somebody else covered it and made a, a variation of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't understand what the issue is. So chill, sis. Like, like Tory Lanez just did a whole mixtape. Remixing. <laughs> right. Period. That's who, you should be, that's who you should be mad at to hear pick your song for Chicks K5. That's what she's mad about. That's what she's really mad about. <laughs> she's projecting it on OT Genesis. And it's just funny because he's like all way with the shits and he's singing that song. It's just funny as hell. Period. So there's one other thing that I want to briefly talk about, but I don't know too much information on it, so I don't want to like go to, go too deep into it. Mm-hmm. But I did see when I was on my Explore page, I saw a picture of Centoya Brown and she was like posing with like 
this shirt that said justice for I'm sure it's crystal but it's pronounced it's spelled Centoya Brown the name sounds familiar the one who the killed one who, yeah for sure who killed oh yeah and she was sentenced to life in prison and then like by the help of like us, oh yeah, like making signing petitions and everything. Kim, right? Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I didn't want to say that it because I know Kim. People don't like when people talk about Kim. I mean, the thing about that is, you know, she's using her privilege in a very good way to be an ally. So I can't fault her for that at all. Okay. Oh yes, Kim and helping her lawyers that she right because it's not just her. No, nah, she came from it because that pops was got OJ off, mm-hmm. so she's been connected since. I think with, that with some, was, Right. I think she was in her twenties. Don't call me on this. No, nah, she wasn't in her twenties. Not she was young when that that was like early nineties. Because that's why her dad was still alive. Yeah, her dad was still alive. Robert Kardashian. Mm-hmm. So when he was still alive, he was one of the big, best, biggest, whatever you want to call it, lawyers. At the time, especially being in on there with J- uh, Johnny Cochran, that got OJ off. So, side note: Do you think OJ did it? I mean, the glove don't fit. You must have quit. <laughs> Period. Juice, juice got off. I mean, I can't say. So, reversing back to the <laughs> the talk. Mm-hmm. Centoya Brown was posted and she had a sweater on that said justice for Crystal who's Crystal? Kaiser same Crystal situation Kaiser. She. oh that's the one that just happened yeah yeah yeah, yeah. she's, she's seeking life for ki- killing her um whoever yeah she, after she was sold into sex trafficking right? yeah so right. now she's like you said facing life for what could have been self-defense? Uh, very much so. Do you think it's fair? Even though she did kill someone, she was, like, everyone loves to play self-defense. Didn't the girl who killed um, um, Gotham Jean? Both, Both of them, them Jean. Yeah. Didn't she plead mm-hmm. self-defense or whatever? That might have been something. And also, standing ground was used as well, even though it was yeah. used in the wrong context. But just going off Twitter headlines, mm-hmm. then yeah, she should get off. But since I don't know the exact extent yeah. of the what's going on, I can't. But as like alpha that and just outside looking in, I can see very much as like, yeah, she should get off for self defense. And it sucks. I feel like she's gonna be in there for a while until like. And that's just the legal system. Like mm-hmm. is. Just how, like, even going to the, like, all the paperwork and, like, late stuff that has to happen for anything to actually happen, like... Yeah, I didn't realize, like, how much... Bureaucracy yeah. is best. Like, that Futurama... That Futurama episode, remember that? I haven't watched Futurama in so long. That's my shit. That was when I was going is to Is it sleep. on Hulu? It was on Netflix for the longest. Because I will watch that. Because I think I've watched every episode of Bob's Burger at this point. Yeah. So. It was either Futurama, <laughs> American Dad, or Bob's oh, Burger. American Dad. Why did they stop the show? That was a classic. Um, I feel like in order, it went American Dad, then Family Guy to me. 
Really? Oh, Family Guy was better than American Dad. I think American Dad was hilarious. It was a bear. That was there. No, that was that was a Cleveland show. Oh, I was, was like, that's a Cleveland, Cleveland show. show was a bear. The Cleveland show was like every spinoff down here of Family Guy was. A Cleveland show had its moments. Like it was funny at times, but it was nowhere near Family Guy. I think Quagmire should have got a spinoff. But what would it have been about him just having fun with girls? He didn't have a family. Oh, well, he had that random daughter, didn't he? They could have. They could have made some crazy, weird scenarios with him being. Well, his dad too. As a but no one, Family Guy, they would have been like mad and sensitive towards like transgenders, and then it would have been a whole like riot and all that fun stuff. Because you know they already press a limit on Family Guy. Right. All the time. We need more shows like we need not more shows, but we still need shows like that. Like humorous shows. Yeah, that do stuff that are gonna offend people because people are gonna be. That's what comedians. Oh are. yeah. That's what like comedy is mm-hmm. since the beginning of literature itself. Mm-hmm. Like Shakespeare's comedies were tragedies as well. So we need that balance. Yes. But they definitely, definitely pushed the limit. I remember the first, like, joke I heard on Family Guy. They, it was, they traveled back to the 1970s. And then, like, Cleveland had got pulled over by the cops. Mm-hmm. And I, I think they started beating Cleveland. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. But then, like, they're not, they're an equal opportunist. They do it to everybody. Everybody, <laughs> get, yeah, everybody gets it. They're not one yeah. way or the other. So and it's literally hilarious. everybody. And South they, Park too. Yeah, I didn't watch South Park like how I watched Family Guy and Bob's Burger, but the times I have mm-hmm. watched it, I'm like, it's how hilarious. do they say this? Right. It, it's hilarious. <laughs> the black kid's name was Token the whole time. <laughs> oh my god. But anyway. Right. So that's it. That's all. I'm ready to get into this decade episode. (laughs) Reflection. Right, since we're reflecting on cartoons. Yes. So the year is ending and so is the decade. Wow. And so much has happened since we were bright-eyed and bushy-tailed at 2009, right? Crazy. 2009 is when me and Julie graduated from high school. I also graduated. You did not graduate from high school no, in from, 2009. from technical school I graduated. Hey! Oh, Oh, wait. What was it? It was like... We couldn't think of that. Oh, cool. It was always like this. It was like a nine, like this. I can't. Oh yes, I know what you're talking about. It like that blood. But it was like oh nine. Wow. Yeah, I wish I could do it with my nails too. Yeah. They're like the yeah. I like you throwing up something else. (laughs) Exactly. We also do this. Did y'all y'all do this shit? Remember that? Yes, I remember. Did I do it now? So let's see, let's recap. Where were you 10 years ago? This time, 10 years ago, where were you? <laughs> I'll start. Okay. Ten, 2009, I had just graduated from UTI. 
um, learning to work on cars. And I think I was, yeah, I was working at Jiffy Lube at the time, mm-hmm. making minimum wage. Um, what else? Living downstairs, so just had my own room and just trying to figure things out going to random par- like college parties mm-hmm. and at that time you were 19 yep um yep 19 so couldn't still couldn't get into sh- nothing right hanging out at Hooters that was our <laughs> spot going to Hooters <laughs> getting the wings and fries because <laughs> we couldn't get no beer uh, yeah, we couldn't get nothing. Like maybe like somebody at a party, like we would go to parties and they maybe they had alcohol, but I wasn't really drinking beer or alcohol at that point. Hmm. So I was a square nigga. Let's see, two thousand and nine, December. Um I was my parents were living in Carson, so I was over there for the Christmas break. I was hanging out. I was hanging out with like Danielle, Keontae, Amber. <laughs> so um, yeah, that I was like hanging out with people from like high school, um, and I'm trying to think, like, dating-wise, I feel like I was probably talking to, like, my ex. Ooh, oh, yeah, yeah, at that point. <laughs> Some raggedy like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, You know? I think I might have been talking, started just talking to, uh, what's the face at that point? Yeah. We were drinking, uh, vodka mixed with, like, Sprite with a little bit of food coloring to look like the Gatorade. Why? Because we would have Gatorade bottles. Because we would walk around... Because I think one of the, wow. one of our friend's sister was 21, so she'll buy us a handle of vodka or something. So we'll put a couple shots of vodka and some Sprite in, like, Gatorade bottles and then put a little food coloring so it looked like the color of whatever oh, the flavor so they was. Get so we'll walk so around because we had nothing else to do. Kids and like, don't try that at Nobody home. had cars at the time, and I wasn't, like, doing that and driving around. Like, fuck that. So. In 2009, we were drinking UV Blue. I think that's why I was drinking hypnotic. It was the worst time. It was the worst of worst. Actually, no, I wasn't drinking in 2009. No? I don't think so. Girl, as soon as I went to college. Oh, oh, yeah. As soon as I went to college, it was like, oh. I think actually, um, the summer before, me and my ex like raided his parents' <laughs> little liquor cabinet, and we went to a party. Um, it was like one of them can't wait parties, <laughs> <laughs> and we was like lit. And then I got to college, and I'm like, where the drinks at? <laughs> <laughs> Just thirsty for the drinks. Seriously, 2009, like, me and Nia both came in, like, hot. Like, I got to Chapman. I got I, I got to Chapman. I had a boyfriend. We broke up. 
probably like a month into being in college and then um during that time i literally called nia who i was living my worst life i'm <laughs> just thinking about <laughs> how terrible life was literally like i snuck into my ex's college because you had to check in or you had to be like register guests or something like that if you were going there so i was going there to surprise him and girl the surprise was on me because he was at a party <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
this time, 2009, <coughs> I just finished up my first semester at SMC. Um, I think at this point I was friends with people at SMC. Mm-hmm. So I think that we were all like hanging out at this point and like developing our friendship. Mm-hmm. I was with um, a guy at the time. <laughs> um, and I Who think, didn't like me. And I think <laughs> that, like my whole like world was, was like wrapped around, around him. him. Yeah. It was. In that relationship. And I thought it would be funny, guys, if we talked about the top five songs of each, like. Each year? Each year. I need to I mean, see have, a list. We have 45. Well, I'm going to read it out to you. Oh, you have a list already? Yeah, I looked at 2009, since we're starting at 2009. Oh, okay. According to Billboard, the number one song of 2009 was Boom Boom Pow by the Black Eyed Peas. Gotta get that. that. Gotta get that. Do, 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 it was like I didn't know that. Let's look it up. It was Kid Cudi, Common, and I think maybe Kanye West, but it was like poke her face when I poke her face. Oh, that's right. It was slower. Mm-hmm. He had um, like dun, dun, dun. Yeah, I remember yeah, now. Yeah, that was my shit. Um Number three was Just Dance by Lady Gaga. That was a big year for her. Just dance. Oh, I remember I had DJ Hero 2 came around Ooh, came out around that time. Yes. And that was my shit. Yeah. Because DJ Hero was my shit. I, I don't know what DJ Hero. It's on the Remember Guitar Hero? Yeah, remember Guitar like, Hero? Oh. Yeah. It was like that but it had a little turntable with the buttons up. Mhm. And I I I pre-ordered it with the Puma with the bag. <laughs> Oh, I've never never used that bag a day in my life, but I had. Do you have like, it still? I think it's still at home somewhere. But oh my god, that would be I vintage. Have, okay, same for my thirty first birthday. Do 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 like, <laughs> yeah, that's my shit. DJ Cubert was my one of my favorite DJs. Number four was I Got a Feeling by the Black Eyed Peas. They was on a roll. Number five is Love Story by Taylor Swift. Wouldn't know a thing. And I feel like we probably, let's see. I'm is there sorry. an urban list in 2009? Was that urban billboard list? I'm sure, yeah. Love story. Because I ain't hear like, I've heard like, I, all I heard on that list was Fergie, Lady Gaga, Taylor Swift. Special. Oh, this song. Hate it. <laughs> yeah. Number five is uh, Right Round by Flo Rida. Oh, Flo Rida. He, he made like... <laughs> he just performed at someone's Christmas party. Like the Black Pibble. He just got like his regional yeah. and he stay in his pocket now. Yeah. Number seven was I'm Yours by Jason... Marilla. No. Oh, Marais. <laughs> number, oh <laughs> number eight was Single Ladies. <laughs> number nine is Heartless. By Kanye, and then oh, it and heartbreaks. That was not one of my favorite albums. Gives you hell by the All American Rejects. Hey, that was a bop. Yes. 
when I see your face, hope to give you hell, hope to give you hell. Yeah, that reminds me of playing BP in somebody's basement. Say it one more time. We used to play beer pong in people's basements. I thought you said pee in people's basements. I was like... And they had a bathroom down there. Well, yeah, I thought no. like, you were like, ah. No, <laughs> we'll be playing BP down there. like. So now let's talk about 2010. Then we'll do the music at the end. 2010, we're we going through each year? Oh, no, we're not going through each year. We can't year. be doing that. Because I don't even know. Yeah. It's not that important to me. But if you, if... Here's my question. What was your most trying year of the decade? And why? I would say 2012. Just turned 21? See how young than me, I turned 21 Okay, dang it. <laughs> it was trying because, like, at this point, like, I think I'm... T- I'm single. Um, I was technically done with my like associates program, mm-hmm. but there was complications as to why I couldn't transfer to a four year, and then I couldn't get a job for other <laughs> the same complication, mm-hmm. and so I think when I was finally able to get all the stuff together. And I couldn't find a job because I had no experience. Mm-hmm. That'd be the worst. They want all five years experience for the job one. And I'm like, mm-hmm. it was a really difficult time. So then it sucked because I remember applying to McDonald's and McDonald's selling me out. And like I had like a complete like breakdown. I was like, how is McDonald's not going <laughs> to hire me? How sh- crappy am I if McDonald's? Did I apply to McDonald's? I might apply to like Popeye's. Oh my well, I might have looked at it, but then I'm like, I don't want to hate Popeye's, so I didn't do it. And I just wanted a job because I think at this point I had been to Jasmine's school a few times. And in my head, all her friends like, like had all this money. And here oh, I am yeah, with yeah. my $40 in my pocket my mom gave me <laughs> and sent me with. And I'm like, well, dang, everyone else has like a job. And, me and Jekyll. And I'm like, damn, I don't have any money, no source of income. I can't do anything. I think at this point I started gaining a whole bunch of weight. So all I was doing was eating the food my mom bought. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and watching TV all day because I had no job to go to. I had no school to go to to occupy my time, so that 2012 was a bad year, but 2013 was when I got hired at the Queen Mary. Hey. And that's when everything. I went back to school, went back into swimming, I lost some weight, and then I applied for U.S. Airways in 2014. And then, look at me now, 2019, still, still here. <laughs> I'm still here. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm. So, what about you, babe? What's been your most trying year of the decade, uh, and why? Why I will say 2016. Um, that's when I was out living with my ex. Your what? My ex. Your what? Oh Lord. Previous uh, relationship. Your what? So. Oh gosh, Joe, just say that. We're the first relationship. To <laughs> <laughs> me. Your little play things. 
Yes. Uh, so yeah, but it was like a three month period of being like broken up, but still like living together, and then also me getting another job. I had my car repoed at the same day that I got hired at the new job. Um, all that going on. Mm-hmm. So it was a lot of like anxiety and depression, everything else going on at once. So I would say 2016. What helped you to get out of that negative place? Um, well, first was moving back, moving back downstairs. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and then I was just work. I don't know. At that point, I wasn't like doing much for myself, so it was just like I was working two jobs. So I was. No, I had three jobs at the time. I was working. Yeah. Three jobs. Ugh. Yeah, I was delivering pizzas, working at the airport, and then working at the independent shop during the day. So, and I think at that time I had either a, I was playing bowling, I had a bowling league with Mark, or flag football. So, yeah, just staying busy and not, and repressing everything else, which wasn't the best. Uh, Way to exactly, cope. Exactly. But that's what you did. Mm-hmm. So, what... What's the most significant accomplishment for the decade? most what significant accomplishment yeah uh outside of getting engaged would be moving to california in the first place yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) um let's see for me i guess i would say um Getting my master's while working full time, um, and now turning in my hours. Do 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 do. And then, obviously, meeting the love of my life. Mm. I'm cute. <laughs> what about you, Julie? I would say being with American for this long because all my jobs prior to this were all seasonal jobs. I could never find a full-time job. The Queen Mary was seasonal. And the after-school program I worked at was um, on call like they literally called you two hours prior to you know wherever it was and I would literally be by my phone until like one o'clock until I got a call saying okay you need to go to this school 
and I didn't have a car back then, so literally I was at the mercy of them. Mm-hmm. And back then they were paying me twelve dollars an hour, and that was so much to me. <laughs> so I was just like, "Ooh, I have to go." But usually, it the furthest I went was Lincoln Park. And now, like I said, on the bus. But the closest I went was La Tierra. Nice. So that was just a one-stop shop. Shop. So yes. I'm happy that you know I was able. I'm able to still be employed at American Airlines and be able to live out my wildest dreams because if I didn't work at American and like it there are times when like I I tear up talking about this because I would have never been (laughs) I would have never been in Thailand or Bali or like even something as simple as going back and forth to Philly like that wasn't stuff that was accessible to me. Mm-hmm. So being able to have this job, I've been able to do that type of thing. It's like Thailand used to just be something, not even Thailand, and Bali was just something that helped me get through a breakup. Eat, pray, love. I, I feel like I talked about this before on here. Eat, pray, love was the first movie I watched by myself after I, me and my ex broke up. And I could only like dream about Bali. Mm-hmm. Oh, Bali's so beautiful, da 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 But then, you know, I made it happen. And I went. And it was exactly what I needed. Same thing with a lot of my other trips. And I just have to continuously be grateful mm-hmm. for that. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, well, I'm glad that we have all accomplished something that has just really changed our lives for the best. Um, so what would you say the biggest lesson you've learned this decade has been? I guess I can start. <laughs> um, so I guess the biggest lesson that I've learned this decade um, is that I can only control myself. I can't control the way that people view me. I can't control, um, you know, people's actions or how they treat me. Um, I can't control anything outside of myself. And so just learning that and working on that has been very beneficial for me. Um, Because a lot of the times I try and figure out why things happen the way that they happen and it's just not my business you know and I'm okay with that I'm not everyone's cup of tea and you know sometimes I'll prefer coffee over tea and that's it and that's that on that and also just to kind of be just be grateful about everything you know, be grateful for your body, even if you're not in the place where you want to be, you know, it's just great to show your body some gratitude because, yes, you're not where you want to be, but you have a body that's working and, you know, willing to work with you. You just have to make the choice also to work with it. And so I think 
I've really just been trying to work on having a better look about food, eating, you know, because sometimes it's like I'm sad, oh, I want this. I'm mad, oh, I want this. And so it just ha- I just had to change my outlook with food and rewards and things like that. The other day, I posted on my Instagram story, it was like, oh, I treated myself to some kickboxing. And that was like a treat, you know, I had a good day. And I wanted to end it in the best way, so I went to kickboxing also. Mm-hmm. Um, because I know. Did you drag me along? Um, maybe. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just like changing the power of reframing. Ooh, I have one more thing. Sorry, guys. Um, but just like the importance of like speaking positively thinking positively training your mind to stop looking and speaking negatively that is something that's been very like the biggest lesson i've learned in this decade your words have so much power so you have to make sure that you're using it for the right kind of power you know so what about you guys What's been your biggest lesson learned during this decade? Hmm. I don't even like want to say it's a lesson learned. I think it's more so a transformation. Mm-hmm. I think it's more so a transformation because I have transformed mm-hmm. into a totally different person mm-hmm. than I was when 2009 started. From 2000 from 2009 started when this decade started like from 2009 to 2015 I was a very like shy person I was very soft spoken Mm -hmm. I didn't want to argue with people I kept to myself for the most part or I kept with the same people that I already knew I didn't like branch out and then like since working at the airport and having to be around people, I've, like, blossomed <laughs> into this, like, new, more confident person. And, like, even, like, one day my mom just talked, like, we were ta- I was telling her a story about, like, something I did at work. And I'm like, oh, blah, 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 blah. And she was just like, you're so different now. Like, your mannerisms, how you explain things, how you, like, talk, you enunciate things. Like, it's just so different than how you work. Because, I mean, I'm happy she doesn't have the pictures of what I look like, how, like, I was, like, depressed and shit back in the day to compare to how I am now. Because now, let's see how can I explain this. I'm just not the same person. So I'm more vocal on how I feel now <coughs> with anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, there are things I still need to work on, of course. Like, <laughs> I'm not saying I'm perfect, but I think I'm a lot better than I was then in 2009. I concur. You are a lot more confident and more outgoing and more like who cares what people think. 
which is really good and I know even for you that's a big thing because you do care about what people think yeah but you're working through that and that's beautiful yeah that's one of my big things by 2029 20, 20, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll, I'll be different than I was today absolutely but it's a I'm bet I'm so much better I mean like I, like she said I still care to a certain extent but it's not as bad as it was yeah and, then and also, it's not like debilitating for you yeah because it's like if someone's mad at you it's like okay we can talk about it right mm-hmm. or or not <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to do yeah it's even for example there was a situation that had happened the person was mad at me and i was a bigger person and apologized for what i did to make you upset at me mm-hmm. and i wouldn't have done that before i would have just kept living my life but I feel like it was only right if I would just apologize and man up for me hurting you. Yeah. So. Growth. Growth. What about you? Uh, I was going to say very much the same. Getting more out of my box and getting more um, in unfamiliar situations, I would guess, like moving out here. Mm-hmm. Um just getting more out of my shell. I was very much of a more of a shy person, more reserved mm-hmm. to myself, quiet. Excuse me. Um, so it's just doing, getting over that, getting more within myself. Um, biggest lesson, probably just keep going because it's been a lot of like, hurdles along the way but he's gonna keep keep going and keep pushing and know that some things are are temporary Mm -hmm. a lot of the things that happen to us will not matter in a couple weeks months years and so it's our job to kind of not let it be significant you know take Mm -hmm. away that power for sure. So I kind of cut you off. I didn't know if you were done. Or... No, I'm good. So, yeah. What, you know, this has just been about reflecting because I can tell you, 2009, I was very angry. I was a very unhappy person. Um, and it just stems from a lot of different things that I had never talked about at that time Mm -hmm. um and so 2009 I was mean I was a nasty girl you know like mean just you know mean I don't know Mm -hmm. how any other ways to say it um I didn't give a fuck I just didn't you know I just said and did whatever I wanted to and could care less about the consequence I wouldn't have hollered. In 2009? Mm-hmm. 
probably didn't need to holla at that time. I wouldn't. We both was not ready for each other at that time. Right. You know. (laughs) I was a shy person anyway, so me hollering wasn't a thing that was happening anyway. Yeah. So. Posting somebody up in the. How old is he? <laughs> He's 34. Damn. This nigga had a. Yeah, what the hell was Yeah, what's your. Nigga had a. Wait, did he have a kid already? She was born in 2010. Oh my god. So he was. So he was just finding out and then working. It was a grown ass nigga in 2009. In 2009, he was 24. Damn! <laughs> and we were so cool. Right. 18. 19. And he was a grown ass nigga in 2009. Yeah. 2009, he was 24. That's some wild teens, I will say. But yeah, I mean, as I got, I'll say a very transformational year in my life was whenever I was turning 22 and whenever I was turning 22 I well yeah I was still 21 I went to the doctor and she basically told me I was like almost 200 pounds and I was like what um and so then I just kind of cut Julie knows like I just stopped everything guys she would get a a wava chicken ball eat half for lunch i would and the other half for dinner and them things are only about like that big and they're probably only like 600 calories so she had 620 calories a day yeah wow (laughs) so you know i did lose weight and it was pretty aggressive and obsessive um how i did it and so you know from then i've had ups and downs because i never fully got onto like a healthy just a healthy viewpoint of food weight and exercise you know i still haven't gotten there and that that is something that you know causes me a lot of anxiety and things like that which is you know why i said this week was so emotionally draining because it's something that's been with me it's kind of you know like something that's in my purse that i don't really pull out for people it's there it's always with me i just don't talk about it and so you know this weekend it just really gave me some clarification that i need to start talking about it because it's a place where i need to heal and in order to heal you know i need to discuss it and that's the only way that i'm gonna change that whole dynamic um and so you know i've had many different things happen to me throughout this time and whenever i lost the weight i found that i also found happiness within myself i found um you know no need to be as negative as i was and things like that as mean um and so that was a very transformational year because you know I guess society had kind of placed me as the main girl and so then I just took on that persona also Mm -hmm. um, because I was hurting and so you know hurt people hurt people but now 2019 you know I try my best not to be 
mean and judgmental and things like that. You know, I've grown a thousand times from that person. 2009, I was posting a video to my ex-boyfriend because some girl had commented on his page and um yeah it was just like a, a shady video <laughs> and i posted and tagged him so you know i 2009 me didn't give a fuck 2019 me you know i give fucks <laughs> but you know it's it's just about me and my happiness where i am and then also because you have to take care of yourself first before you take care of others mm -hmm. and so I'm a much better um, nurturer whenever I'm at my best self. And that's me working out. That's me, you know, having a good relationship with food and weight loss and the scale and numbers and all those things, you know. And it's something I'm working on every day. Um, but I'm just a completely different person than I was in 2009, you know. Period. <laughs> One thing I remember about 2012, like the year that I was like having a breakdown, mm -hmm. I remember I saw on Tumblr like about like, um, one of the boards, like vision boards. Mm -hmm. And I think I was like looking up quotes or something and the quote, if it doesn't challenge you, it won't change you came mm -hmm. up. And I remember right then and there, I was like, I need to see this every day. So, <laughs> I had, like, a magazine. I literally went to the 99 cent store and probably <laughs> got, like, a dollar worth of quarters together <laughs> and got letters to the 99 cent store, and I literally traced out it. And it's still on my wall to this mm -hmm. day. It is. Because it's true. If it doesn't challenge you, it won't change you. Because there's been yeah. a lot of challenges in both of our lives that I don't think we're going to say on here. But, like, if it they didn't happen who knows how that would have how how other things would have happened exactly. if those things didn't happen exactly so everything happens for a reason <coughs> right it's all part of your butterfly effect so and everyone comes into your life for a reason yep they're either a blessing or a lesson facts and it's important that you're able to distinguish between the two mm -hmm. because sometimes we are holding on to people thinking that they are blessings when they are really just lessons mm -hmm. and they could be the very thing holding you back from what you really want and so you that's the biggest thing about growth you just have to let go of things in order to grow just like if you want your hair to grow, you have to clip your ends and things like that. Mm. So in life, you have to clip your ends. Don't stop sewing into people that halfway fuck with you. You know, stop making time for people that don't make time for you. You know? And that's how you just really build yourself up. Because you are sewing into things that make you happy people that make you happy, people that influence you in a positive way. Yeah. And that's what I'm leaving in 2019. I'm not doing it no more. Mm. I'm not. And that's that on that. That's that on that. Period, Pooh. 
So what are, let's end with our goals for the next year. We don't have to be very detailed if, cause you know, some people don't like to let people know. People like to move in silence and mm-hmm. things like that. Um, <laughs> so it could be. Have you seen those memes? It's like people were like, I'm moving in silence. I'm moving in silence. I'm, I'm moving, moving in silence. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, people be moving in silence loud as fuck. <laughs> okay, before we end on this, can we please talk about music a little bit more? I don't know why. I really want to talk about this song. What song? Can I skip? Uh, I'll skip to 2013. Okay. Okay. I just want to think it'd be funny or a good time to like reminisce on like songs from throughout the decade. Yes. So. 2011, the number one song was Rolling in the Deep by Adele. Hey. So let's skip a... Let's go to 2014. Yeah, let's do 2000. Oh, Happy. <laughs> happy by Pharrell. Wow. That's the shit. And that's the song that made me mad. <laughs> Dark Horse. Everywhere. Yeah, Dark Horse by Katy Perry. And Kanye? No, Juicy J. Oh. Was that the... Yeah. And then All of Me by John Legend. Cause all of me. Oh Lord. (laughs) Fancy by Iggy was number four. That was my song. You already know. And then Oh that's when Problem came out by Ariana Grande and Iggy. Okay, I'm not one less problem without you. Two thousand sixteen, the number one song was "Love Yourself" by Justin Bieber. Don't even know that. Number two is "Sorry" by Justin Bieber. That's all I know. But "Love Yourself," I don't. I'm gonna just play it for two seconds. Oh. <laughs> Never know that was the name of it. Okay, we're good on here. Yeah, before we get in trouble. And then let's skip to 2017. Shape of You by Ed Sheeran. Despacito. Am I pronouncing that right in Spanish? You are, but these are not songs that I was listening to. And what what year? Despacito. What year was that? 2017. How does that song go? Despacito. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Definitely was in the club. Yep. Number three is That's What I Like by Bruno Mars. Oh, that's my song. Number ocho, no, uh, cuatro is Humble. Oh, yeah. Kiss yeah. Lamar? Yeah. Sit down. Number five is something just like uh, this by the Chain Smokers and Coldplay. Somebody thought that song was, uh, um, Te Amo. It was a white dude. He thought. Oh, so he thought like, the song on. was Te Amo. Oh, and Bad and Bougie. Hey, that was L- a big that song. That was number six. That was a big song. Huh? Mm-hmm. This is how I go to the Bad and Left Off. It sure does. Was it Dan Take Off? Yeah. Left Off. 2018 was God's Plan. Number one song. Yeah. That's because he had a video, man. Yeah, you know what you're doing. What is meant to be? By who? Baby Rexha and mm-hmm. Florida Georgia 
Before the Georgia line? Oh, yeah. That's a white. I don't know if it's people. Let's, do, let's type it in real quick. Meant to be. Why? Just so we can reminisce, okay? How do and you so when people are listening. No, oh, no. see, there it is right there. Oh, this was somebody's like this. Oh. I love this song. With a B-Town smick, at least. I don't know the words. Oh. 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 I'm sorry to the people. (laughs) I'm like, turn it off. It was the number three song in 2018. I've never heard that song. That was this year? Uh, I never heard that song. 2018. I never saw that. Uh, Havana was number four. We're not doing that. Yeah, no, I'm not doing that one. I think that there is... A hip hop. Yeah. This will be raining all day tomorrow, too. Hip hop. Top 100. That's what I was waiting on. The hip hop one. I'm like, whose music was this? Because it ain't mine. That sounds hot. It is. Sex by the fire. <laughs> oh, that sounds very hot. Oh, come on, website. You weren't doing this to me for the other stuff. Oh, great at this one. I can't find it. Okay. It's not working for me, so. All right. We'll so, talk about it on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's your favorite, three favorite songs from this year? Three Probably one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, Costa Rica off the... Top part title with Costa Rica and Wells Fargo off the Dream Chasers um, album. Uh, what else? Oh, I can't even think of what came out earlier this year. I know I'm going to forget something. Um. What else? Oh my goodness. Oh, bubbling. Anderson Pat. Yes. Let's see. Mine would be Megan the Stallion Cash Shit. Of course. Number one. You know how these bitches love me. <laughs> <laughs> my second would be um Doja Cat Juicy yep yep and then my third would be um what the hell is that song The London Mimi at the London Let me see. It was the London. Oh, sicko mode is what it was. Oh, that's a good one too. Yeah, sicko that's mode. definitely a top five. Title. You need to do what Spotify is doing so I can tell people what songs I listen to the most in 2019. <laughs> this is ridiculous. I thought like by now y'all were gonna be like surprise. Here's your rewind. <laughs> so, well, what's been your favorite three songs this year? And also honorable mention for last time that I checked. R.I.P. 
neighborhood. Last, last time I checked, it came out oh, in 2018, yeah, yeah. though. But I'm not saying that. Oh, yeah. Right. <clears throat> Just that I listened to it. That album was fire. This shit. Major Labs. Amazing. Slossom. Anyways. Um. Um. Three. Two. I am going to say. One. When Racks in the Middle came out. I was like, yo, like, Nipsey is going to get rap artist of the year next year like he's coming hard like he he humbly lost to cardi b i was like 2019 is gonna be his year like he's gonna get the grammy and then unfortunately he passed away but racks in the middle is gonna be top for me right now um Mm -hmm. i would say Three, two. How do you want it? By Tiana Taylor and King Combs. I will also say. Come on, I love Tiptoes by Saweetie, or how did Tr- Tracy Ellis Ross pronounce it? Saweetie. How did she pronounce it? I don't know. You didn't see that video. That's your girl. Trace Tracy Ellis Ross was like. Oh, someone finally told me that the girl at uh, Puffy's party. First off, she calls me Diddy Puffy, so you know she's an auntie. Right. Sweats put out a good project this year. Mm-hmm. Um, Sir. Oh yeah. Lucky I day. Fell in love with Sir mm-hmm. this year. I also fell in love with Kaylani because like I obviously I knew about her, mm-hmm. but like, I hadn't really listened to her, and she is really dope because you know I had to find somebody else in person, so obviously never came back. Um, 
(laughs) (laughs) Evidently. Mm -hmm. Um, so... So, let's say what our goals are for this year. If we were to fast forward and it's 2020, December 23rd, what would be going on? Where Where do you hope to be? Babe? Uh, we'll be married. Back from Greece. Um... Probably looking for properties at that point, hopefully. Mm-hmm. You'll be licensed and doing your private practice or... Why are you telling mine? Oh, I'm leaving. We'll finish off. <laughs> babe. Go ahead. <laughs> Anything else for you? No. Go ahead. You sure? Yeah. That's all I got, really. I'll be licensed. I'll be working in my private practice. Um, hopefully, I would really love to get into a school um, and work there full time and do private practice part time um, and then work my way up from there. Um, also, I would love for us to go and travel places and have live podcasts. Um, and have more engagement and more um, dialogue with people that listen. So yes, yeah. everyone who listens talk to us. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you talk to us? Exactly. <laughs> um, and then also, like he said, will be our wedding will have happened. Um, we will have gone on our honeymoon. And I just will be ready for my 30th year of life. Do, 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 do. What about you, Julie? Um, well, this time next year, it depends on tomorrow. So. Mm. Well, let's speak the positive. Yeah. The positive would be that I have accepted a different position mm-hmm. that I am in that new position <laughs> and hopefully that means that I'm not in Los Angeles Whoa. so this time next year I'm either moving or I'm already moved yep okay <laughs> big things popping it makes me like anxious to think about it it makes me also anxious to think (laughs) about it but i know that it's something that i need to do to get where i want to be in the company (laughs) not in life (laughs) yeah let's make it happen so let's go ahead and end with some self-care what is some self-care you're going to do for this week to make sure that you are living your best life this week yeah i'm just gonna enjoy time with the family christmas time's coming up um cooking for christmas it's coming up it's tomorrow oh yeah here. it's like two days yeah <laughs> um cooking for christmas um 
famous is coming up. So yeah, just enjoy time. Raise your family. Yes. My self-care is that I am doing my first famous, um, which is going to be a yearly thing. Um, and I get to see all my friends and be in cute Christmas outfits and you know drink and eat and you know talk about what we're gonna accomplish over the year and play games and do white elephants so that's self-care for me just kind of ending the year with my friends in a positive space and just like starting a new tradition for this new um decade that we're about to go into so yeah Um, self-care for me this week is that I'm going to be driving to see my family on Wednesday. Yay! So I'm really excited about that because it's been forever. So it feels good to know that unlike Thanksgiving, I'm off at 2.30. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are you driving to? Uh, Corona. Oh, okay. So not like far, far, but... Not close, close. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm excited to be able to make this drive with my father. And so Thursday or Wednesday, I'll be enjoying family, eating some good food. Yeah. And that's probably the last, like, shebang is starting January. We in this thing. Yeah. McGregor yeah. Mood 2020. I have uniforms I've been into by March, number one, number two. I don't even know what type of bridesmaids dress that we're going to have, but I'm sure... You know that it's gonna be sexy. So, sorry in January. We're <laughs> in this thing. Um, so, hopefully, you guys got something out of this. I want you to take a second and reflect. Re- what? Reflect. I'm <laughs> I want you to reflect on where you were in 2009 and where you are now because. Day to day, it seems like we're not getting to where we want to be. But if you look at it in the grand scheme of things, there's a lot of things that we've accomplished but didn't celebrate properly. So I just want you to reflect on that and just know that, you know, the end of the decade is just the beginning of a new chance, a new chance to be whoever it is that you want to be, whatever it is that you want to accomplish. You just have to go out and do it. Um, so hopefully you guys got something from this, put your friends on, you know, talk to us online. Our Twitter is at seek therapy pod. Um, and then also our Instagram is at seek therapy podcast and, you know, follow, send to your friends, send random episodes to your friends. Like, oh, I think you got road rage here. Listen to this. You know, um, and let's just really, let's glow together. Let's grow together. It's 2020 and let's get our shit together. Okay. So just remember you can drink all the kale smoothies and go on all the hikes and do CrossFit and Pilates. But if you're ignoring the things going on in your head and in your heart, you're still not truly healthy. So go ahead and seek therapy. Okay, all the cool kids is doing it. I already got my first appointment set up. So go mm-hmm. to schedule yours. Okay. See y'all later. Bye. 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 Bye.